camera and just mouth very, very um, strongly. Hello, Leniba. And Ronnie, if you're watching, hello. Great to see you. She texted me yesterday and said that their church was not able to have church right now. So she would be uh, watching with our live stream. So, hey, great to see you. And anyone else who is watching live stream, we are glad that you are here with us. And we are glad to see all those who are here today. Today is first Sunday meal. If you have not made plans to stay, hey, change your plans because we would love to fellowship with you in, uh, in first Sunday mealtime. Now, next month, the first Sunday of the month is Easter. So we will not be having first Sunday meal, but we will be hoping to see every one of you that is here right now, here then. And every one of you who's watching, you are invited personally. I am inviting you to be at church on the first Sunday of April because it is Easter Sunday. I mean, in any other Sunday, too, you're welcome to come. We would love to have you. But for those who are, it's not just for Easter, but uh, but come on, we, we do want to see you. Uh, something that I, I mentioned last Sunday, the the Equality Act. There are some there's some paperwork. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about it and uh, how to contact your your um, congressmen and, and senators, there is some information. There's a little packet on that in the second row. Please do and um, just be in prayer because if you even if you are not able to vote for whatever reason, please do be in prayer about about that because there are a lot of things coming and and the Bible says that there would be there would come a time that good would be called evil and evil would be called good and we are there and we need to pray amen um, any other announcements please do bring your things <laughs> thank you for those who are bringing lots and lots and lots of things for the shoe boxes that's fine bring as much stuff as you possibly want to um, and, and for those who who have not been able to bring anything, bring a shoebox or uh, save up your pennies so that we can ship all these things because we uh, either need some extra large shoeboxes or we need a lot of boxes because <laughs> we've already we already have a ton of stuff. So thank you so very much. Don't stop giving, but uh, but thank you, thank you for the participation that you have have taken with this uh, the month of March is a toy of some sort so if you have a toy that you would like to go buy or donate please do so uh, keep those things in mind uh, so Shane and I are leaving after first Sunday meal to go to the beach and um, that's a that's so that's a sad note we're we're going that that goes into my story uh, we're going to to the beach for a few days and I, I have migraines, and I take medicine. I take a, some preventative things, not uh, anything that is prescribed for me. I do have prescription if I get one, but but I take some things that are prescribed for me. I take um, some some vitamins, B12, and that's if you're wondering uh, if you have migraines and you want to know from the, from an expert. Sure, you just let me know, and I'll tell you all the different things I take. But I also take this stuff right here. It's called Migrelief, and it's not a it's it's n a vitamin supplement. But you can't just buy it at Walmart or wherever. You have to order it. And normally I order it on Amazon, and it comes in two days. And uh, I was noticing that I was getting kind of low on it. I thought, okay, I really need to order this. And I got on Amazon, and it was sold out on Amazon. Like, goodness gracious. 
And this is the stuff. It, it builds up in your system. And if I don't take it um, after a day or two, then I will get a migraine. And it's, it will be really, really bad until I can get some back in my system. So I had, order, I had to order it from the manufacturer, and that's in California. And I'm, I'm looking at the number of uh, pills that I have. Like, oh, my golly. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to run out. And I said, I said, oh, my goodness. It uh, checked, and it said that it had shipped, but it was not going to be here till Monday. And like I say, we're leaving today. It's like, okay, well, Lord, I'm just going to have to find, try to find a place, a vitamin store or something that has this uh, because you know I'm not going to be able to, you know, unless you really, really help me, I'm not going to be able to, to make it without a headache unless I have this stuff. So yesterday morning I woke up and um, just doing some different things and, and on my phone I checked my email and it said out for delivery and so my full bottle came two days early and immediately I said thank you Jesus because those are you know those are just small things just little tiny things but it it showed me that the Lord is concerned about the things I'm concerned about it matters to him when we're hurting. It matters to him when things are not working out. And and even in the middle of a circumstance, and you think, God, is this ever going to be better? Is, is this ever going to I mean, and again, this is a tiny thing that I might could found a different solution to. But the Lord does things for us that are only by his power. Amen. Let's see in this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in the service. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and so thankful to you. God, you are great and mighty and strong, and we are so thankful that we are able to come into your house. Lord, that we're able to come into your presence and, and give you glory and honor and praise. God, we have come here for the purpose of worship. Lord, there is no other reason that we have gathered. There are other things that are going to be going on, but God, our sole purpose is to lift you up and to glorify and honor you. Father, I just ask you now that you would have your will and your way in each and every life. God, you see the people who have come in, and you see and you know their needs that they've brought in with them. Those who are having physical or financial needs, those are, who are having spiritual or depression issues, God, those who have hurts and pains that they haven't spoken about, but God, you see into our hearts and you know the things that matter to us. You know what's going on, the worries and the burdens and the, and the wondering what's going to happen tomorrow, but God, we know that you are already there. God, we just ask that you have your will and your way in this place, that no one leave like they came. God, if there's anyone who doesn't know you as Savior, that they would surrender their lives to you now. God, as we worship, as we give, as we pray, as we hear your word, that everything we say and do would honor you and praise you. We lift you up. In Jesus' precious holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Feast at the table of the Lord. I won't hunger anymore at his table. 
sing that again. I will feast. I will feast at the table of the Lord. I will feast at the table of the Lord. I won't hunger anymore at his table. Come all you weary, come and find his yoke is easy, his burdens light, and he is able, he will restore at the table of the Lord. There is at the table of the Lord. There is peace at the table of the Lord. I won't worry anymore at His table. See, there is healing. There is healing at the table of the Lord.
at his table. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. Come on and call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Call him up. Call him up, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. If you want salvation, if you want salvation, tell him what you want. If you want salvation, just tell him what you want. If you want salvation, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. All you gotta do is call him up. Call him up, tell him what you want. Call him up, call him up, and tell him what you want. Just call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. If you want the Holy Ghost, if you want the Holy Ghost, tell him what you want. If you want the Holy Ghost, tell him what you want. If you want the Holy Ghost, just tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. Come on and call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Just call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. If you want healing. If you want healing, tell him what you want. If you want healing, tell him what you want. If you want healing, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. You got to call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Call him up, call him up. Tell him what you want. Just call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. If you need a miracle, if you need a miracle, tell him what you want. If you need a miracle, tell him what you want. If you need a miracle, just tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. You got to call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Call him up, just call him up, tell him what you want. Call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. He's all I need. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. He's all I need. 
I'm lost without you. I'm desperate, God. I'm desperate for you. Whatever it takes, God, we're going to get to you today. I'm desperate for you, my God. And I Just in preparation, we're going to sing another song, but just in preparation for this and in, in praying, and God, what do you want us to sing and what do you want to hear from us? And this song, and we haven't sung it in a really long time, and this song was dropped in my spirit, and I said, really, Lord, are we going to sing this song? It's so, you know, we haven't sung it in so long, but but he just kept coming back with it, kept coming back with it. I don't know why, and it may be for you and it may be for me, but, but in this song, whatever you need, he is here. Amen. Just receive from the Lord today anything you need from Him. In any way you need to get it. Jesus, we praise you. Jesus, we praise you this morning. Whatever you want to do to us. Whatever you want to do to us. If you need hope. If you need strength. If you need forgiveness, He is right here. Whatever you need, He is all that you need. Just ask and believe, because He is right here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here, Jesus is here, He is right here. Sing, if you need love, if you need love, if you need mercy, if you need hope, He is right here, whatever you need. Whatever you need, He's all that you need. Just ask and be thee. He is right here. And Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. Sing that again. My Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. Sing. If you need salvation. If you need salvation. 
If you need deliverance, if you need his mercy, he is right here. Whatever you need, he's all that you need. Just ask and be thee. He is right here. My Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. Sing that again. Oh, my Jesus is here. At the mention of his name, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. Sing, if you need salvation, if you need salvation, if you need deliverance, if you need his mercy, he is right here. Whatever you need, all that you need just ask and be thee he is right here and my Jesus is here Jesus is here Jesus is here he is right here sing that again Jesus is here. All I gotta do is call him. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. See, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That you are right here. Sing that again. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. That you are right here. Sing out hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah, you are right here. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh, hallelujah, that you are right here. Whatever you need, whatever you need. He's all that you need. Just ask and be thee. Cause he is right here. One more time, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. Thank you, Lord. We say Jesus is here. Jesus 
this morning for his presence. Anything you need, he is here for you. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name, God. and welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. We're glad to have all of you with us this morning. I hope that you've come expecting something from the Lord. If you expect, I hope He meets your expectations before this service is over with this morning. It's time to receive our tithe and offering if our usher will come at this time. Brother Wiseman, if you will. God blesses in many, many ways, doesn't He? Uh, and He knows what we need. Um, you, you think maybe the Lord is looking after you as well for those to get here two days early? <laughs> I mean, you are going with her the first few days. Okay, praise God. God's wonders are great, aren't they? God's wonders are great. Hallelujah! On the back page of this, Jennifer mentioned it to you. We're going to, I think, get one to every adult. Uh, Braden, I'm not sure if, if you'll be able to tell who are adults and who are not. 
as they're going out. But we'll we'll get together on that. But uh, see some of <laughs> when you look at me or Brother Shane, sometimes you wonder, don't you? But <laughs> if ever every adult family actually, yeah, that's all you need. It, um, one of the things I can tell you, women's sports is squashed and done away with. I mean, it's like any man, born a man, that now decides he's a woman, that goes out for sports, um, will win all the, uh, the endurance is greater, stronger, and that kind of stuff. So women's sports are going to take a whipping because of this act. On the back page, there's a page entirely by um, Franklin Graham. And he's urging us to pray. And that we can do. Amen. I don't have the capacity to put together a bunch of folks. Let's go uh, tell Richard Byrd this is how you're supposed to vote. I mean, I can make a phone call. We've done that before, uh, called phone our senators, congressmen, to let them know that, hey, help, I'll tell you, Jesus is coming. Of course, this may be another reason, I mean, all these things that are happening, but we'll try to get one in your hand, and it's online, probably some of these guys tell you exactly how to get it, but we do need to pray. Jesus is at the door. Amen. And I'm looking forward to going home to be with him, aren't you? Praise God. It could be any day now. We want to take your requests for prayer. Spoken first. Yes, brother. Family and pray for Dennis. And yes, sweetheart. Mr. Bobby and Papa's back. Mr. Bobby and Papa's back. Amen. 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 Another spoken request for prayer. Yes. Oh, she's praying with your hand. Okay. Yes. I pray for Jeff and Connie Ashley. They lost their son. Oh my. Oh my. Lord, please be with that family. Help them. Yes. didn't even know. Pray for the Saucemans over here. Praise God. Amen. All right. Remember that need. Any others that you'd like to make mention of today? All right. God, show up big, would you? Amen. A lifted hand for unspoken need that you have, that you know that God has a record of it. Would you stand together with me? Let's all pray. Father, we love you, we love you, we love you. We love you <laughs> for this opportunity to be in your house, and we're glad that you are here. You are right here, Father. I, you're already touching uh, your people today. Oh, I, I know the Spirit is walking among us uh, and uh, touching life uh, here this morning. I thank you for it. I give you glory and honor for it in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you would touch every need represented. As we lifted our hands, you know what we're saying. Father, it may be for our family. It may be a job. Lord, it may be a loved one. It may be a neighbor that we've talked to. Whatever the case, you know what's... Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your touch. 
Hallelujah. But you know what's going on uh, in every one of these needs. Uh, Father, would you bless every one of them. Uh, bring victory to everyone uh, and joy and rejoicing uh, in everyone. Uh, Father, I pray for those that have spoken to us today. Uh, God, I do pray for Brother Mike's family and, and, and Lord, all the requests that he makes mention of. Uh, Dennis needs your help as well. Father, and others that he might would mention, God, show up real big for them in the name of Jesus. Pop up back. Father, day by day, would you bring strength and blessing up. Oh, and Mr. Bobby needs uh, to hear from heaven. Uh, Father, would you show up real big? Uh, uh, Mom and Dad grieving because uh, I lost a member of the family. Oh, my Father, touch them. Help them as they grieve. Uh, and Lord, there's questions, I'm sure. I pray, God, that you'll show up for them. Uh, be there in the name of Jesus, Lord, our granddaughter. Uh, the need is great. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit would impress upon her heart. Touch now in the name of our Lord and Savior. Bring about a blessing. Father, do a special work there. <laughs> Lord, you know what my mind goes through and, and how I'd say help. But, oh, Lord, but it's not my way, it's your way. I'm, oh, my Father, your way is correct. I'm, it's just, I'm, it, it is right. I'm, and would you do it I'm, in the name of Jesus, according to that, that pleases you. I'm, and Lord, I pray for Denise as she never gives in today. Oh, God, please show up I'm, and answer the request. Touch the need. I'm, Blessed according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Every person that's watching today, may you touch their individual needs. Every one of them, Lord. I pray, oh, because there's no distance to your to prayers, Lord, that you'd go wherever they are and lift up and strengthen up. And Jesus, the same Jesus that's here, be there in their living room. Be there in their kitchen. Be there in that bedroom, wherever they are watching. Father, show up for them to answer their requests. In Jesus' name, today, as I minister your word, Father, may it be just that that pleases you. No more, no less and that you would help me to say. And may all of us receive of you today from your word that we might receive to give out to those that we are around. And I pray now in the name of Jesus, all these things, Lord, these favors we ask in your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, lovely Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, lovely Lord. Hallelujah. If you care to fellowship, God bless you for the next few minutes. Amen.
is coming and maybe today what do you think hmm. I appreciate um, Annie and Caleb bringing Jasmine to church with them uh, hey bring her again sometime okay um <clears throat> We know, sometimes we know, when people are trying to say something to us, given to me today by my wife, keep it simple. The more you say, the less people remember. Keep it simple. There's a, there's a acrostic with that, something like that. Keep it simple. We say we say sunshine, but yeah. Sunshine. Kiss the kiss message. Keep it simple, sunshine. Oh, sunshine instead yeah. of the other thing. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Okay. And she gave that to me at a time when. I, I do. I keep this Bible at church. Never goes home. And so when I do the studying and things preparation, and I make a few notes and jot a few scriptures down, then I come to church on Sunday morning, and I grab up a whole hand. I got a whole handful of uh, tithe envelopes and stuff here, and then I mark my scriptures so that maybe I can go to them quickly. Maybe if I don't miss where they are. Or put it in the wrong place or whatever. So today's the wrong time to give that to me because I've run out of cards. Oh, yeah. And I've still got places to to go. So if you'll be ready for a Bible scramble right at the end of it. How many remembers Bible scramble? <laughs> okay. Bible scramble. Um, and it was just to see if you knew where Jude was, or, or Zephaniah, and Deuteronomy, and how quickly you could find it, 
And when you found it, you read it and stood up. Testimony I mentioned last week, Revelation 12:11. We'll bring and rehearse that scripture again as we go along in this year because I want us to be more of an individual testifying of the goodness of the Lord Jesus, how He has blessed us and kept us and how He's brought us to here and maybe some things He did along the way and how did He took me out of this situation. This was a dire thing. This was some stuff happening, and, and the Lord made a way. And uh, things like my wife is asking for special prayer, and uh, there'll be a testimony after it. But uh, Sister Powell has done that before. Many others of you. Oh, isn't it good that God has done some good things for us Amen. in the past? Well, today, I'll go ahead and read the scripture. Well, we may go there in a little bit, but the scripture is Hebrews 9.27. And that scripture says that it is appointed unto man once to die. After this, or after that, the judgment. So we all shall stand before the judgment seat of God and give an account of all the things that we've done. Yeah. Don't that sound exciting? Got a little something I want to read to you before we begin, and that's where we will be today in, in, in Hebrews 9 and 27. We'll also read some other scriptures even close to that. But listen to this. A popular myth about heaven and hell was expressed by writer Gordana Baynet, Baronet, Baronet. B-I-E-R-N-A-T. This was what was said. Heaven and hell are states of awareness in the now. That's what was said. Not places we find ourselves in after we die. It is a matter of conscious choice of thoughts emotions, and beliefs. This was posted July 15, 2018 on psychologytoday.com under the heading now. Tragically, those who accept this false teaching will make no preparations for life after death. That's what I want to talk about is preparations. Because we're appointed to die, but then the judgment. Death is certainly for everyone. Still, we like to put it off as long as we can. Is that an amen? I want to put it off. Long. So we can do all we can to prolong our life here. We follow the advice of experts regarding food, exercise, and sleep. That's an amen? Yeah. amen? We follow the experts regarding food, exercise, and sleep. We protect our bodies from the elements. We spend billions, billions 
of dollars on supplements to build up our immune system and on medicines to combat disease. It is good we love our life here, but we should live all our time here. Also preparing for the life to come after death. Now, just a little more, and then we'll move on. According to the teachings of Jesus Christ, there is life after death. And he made it clear that people will arrive in the afterlife, either in the kingdom of God, that he has prepared for the righteous, Matthew 25, 34, or in a place prepared for the devil and his angels. That's Matthew 25, 41. These different destinations are referred to generally as heaven and hell. Now I want you to understand also Romans 6, 23. That's one of the scripture of the Roman road to salvation. I think you start off with 3.23, that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We try to end with 6.23 of Romans, when it says, the, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ephesians 2 and 8 says this, For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. A verse of Scripture that we read often and we recite, recite often is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in Him that they should not perish but have everlasting life. There is a heaven. There is a hell. And we need to prepare ourselves for that destination desired. The desired destination, we need to prepare ourselves. And let me say, just a lack of preparing for heaven is preparation for hell. So we need to get ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And it doesn't matter the age. I was 15 years old when the Lord saved me, planted my feet, and even called me to preach when I was 15 years old. Ever since that time to today, God has been for me. God has been for me. I've messed up a lot of times and days and periods of times too many that I want to remember or say but thanks be to God he kept me thanks be to God my interests never fail in making heaven home we all need to do that and it's up to you we choose God doesn't send you to hell God doesn't send you to heaven. We choose. 
So let's choose heaven, would you? Amen. Let's prepare ourselves. Some of you have seen uh, the results of people that prepare themselves to be, and let's use the word healthier. Some do what they do to be stronger and more endurance. But let's use the word healthier most of the time in our speaking today. So somebody will, they will uh, eat the right stuff and exercise because they want to look a certain way and it's also supposed to be healthier. Rhonda, help me if you will. I don't know why two little Debbie cakes like this, they're, they're about so, and, and they're this high. Often they put a lot, more, a lot more pounds on than that big bowl of salad with cucumbers and cat wise. <laughs> Billions of dollars go into a health nut place. Oh man. And they got big old jugs. You seen some of them big jugs of protein? Protein. And boy, what are you supposed to do, Brother Sugar, is, is you dip you out two or three scoops of that and put it in some water, and man, you're going to be looking like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> It'll take you about two weeks. And if you own some of these diets, that's 50% off. For the first month, send the stuff to your door. And you can lose 18 pounds the first week, or the first month, I'm sorry, first month. So we are health conscious, aren't we? I mean, we want to. And, 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 and listen, when I lose a third of a pound, I feel good. Wow. And then I can stabilize, you know, I've, Lost a little weight and then a stabilize and, and then stay there too long, longer than you want to. And then you lose another third of a pound. And boy, don't it feel good! I just, when I get down to 137, I won't be able to live with myself. Hey, now, oh, oh please understand. Now, Jennifer, I think maybe one that is. She's close. I, I think she understands the other side of all this. Understand that I'm not poking fun at eating correctly. Because it is better. And if my mother was here, I could ask her, Mother, isn't it better for you not to eat those two ham biscuits? Because I know when I eat this, it's going to hurt me. She would say, yeah, it's better for me not to do that. And so in society today, my wife has lately tried to get me to drink more water. Boy, I can't wait till I get home and get me some more water. <laughs> Preparations has to be made for our final 
destination. Preparation. Get things ready. And so that guy that pumps iron and those that run, boy, you see them out every Sunday, Saturday. Boy, and there'll be times when it's 20 degrees. Jasmine, do you get out and run three miles on a morning when it's 20 degrees? You don't. Okay. Good girl. <laughs> but they are. They're out there running and and it's it's freezing. If they're dripping from their nose, it'll, it'll freeze. I'm, I'm, and when it's nice and warm in here, Jeff keeps it really nice in here. Sometimes he keeps it too hot. Uh, occasionally too cold. Isn't it better to come inside the church and get in touch with heaven Make some preparations to see God in a nice, warm atmosphere. Oh, go ahead and run. Run your seven miles, your 12 miles. Nothing wrong. Jennifer, you do understand now. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with running 12 miles or 2 miles or 22 steps. Some of us just don't do that. And... Uh, but it's better that we would find a place and get along with God and talk to Him about our afterlife. Because I tell you of a truth, whomever wrote this, I gave you the last name or spelled it, they don't know what they're talking about. I want you to understand, it is not real that heaven or hell is just your emotional time now. But there is a literal place that Luke wrote about and said that there was a man that had woke up in hell. And the Bible said he was in torment. Now Jesus is doing the talking. Luke is doing the writing. He woke up in hell. And he was tormented in flames. And he saw Abraham and Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. So it's not like a cousin told me, I guess I'm 15 years old, the Lord's saved me, I want to tell everybody about Jesus, I want everybody to get ready. And a cousin said to me, well, if I go to hell, I'll just burn up like a shuck. Man, where'd you get your information? Who told you that you'd burn up like a shuck? Where is that? Show me your findings. I want to read it. I want to see it. I want to see who has done that. But hell is a literal place whenever the request that he made about water being brought and cooling his tongue and other requests that he had made, then he got to the point, no relief for me, I'm tormented for eternity in these flames. Then he said something that is really appealing. 
to many. He said, I've got four brothers. Five brothers? Five brothers. I, I mix him up with, with, uh, with uh, David sometimes because David had some brothers too that uh, come to the rescue after he'd already done the work. But I want you to send Lazarus back and tell my brothers, don't come to this place. It's literal flames and I'm tormented. Wouldn't it be sad for a person like my cousin was? Of course, he's, he's not living now. That suggested he'd burn up like a shuck. Wouldn't it be sad that that's your thought? And anyone that has that thought, I'll just burn up like a shuck. And then end up there? Well, this man that was already there wanted his five brothers to please don't come here. Please make preparations to spend eternity in Abraham's bosom, as it were then. Of course, it's changed at this point. How does it change? Well, hell hath enlarged itself and and uh, the Lord Jesus after preaching a three day revival there in the pits of hell at his death and burial and then he went down and preached all this this is Lariology and he brought them out now this is in the scripture he brought them out and took them with him he took those that were captive he is captive and gave gifts to men we need to prepare for the afterlife we spend dollars, the article said, billions of dollars on stuff to make us healthier while we live. And there's nothing wrong with being healthier. Nothing wrong with it at all. But the effort we put into making ourselves healthier here, why would we not put some kind of effort in a place where we're going to live forever. Amen. Where we're going to be eternal. One day, we will be in that place of eternal bliss with the Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever He is, there we can be also. And forever. And while that is happening, there's a place called hell where people have chosen and they've prepared themselves to go. And you say, preacher, wait a minute. When you don't prepare for heaven, you in essence have prepared for hell. Okay? And eternally, forever, on and on and on and on, It is appointed unto man once to die. Now, I don't have time to go over all the illustrations, but that, yes, there's a couple didn't die. They went on just, ain't it what God was? Not for God took him. God just took him away. Uh, Elijah went in a uh, chair to fire, a whirlwind. 
There others died twice, but I want to tell you there's an appointment for man once. The appointment is once to die. Everybody. It doesn't matter. I want you to understand as well, I have preached funerals of those over 80 years old, and I've preached for funerals in a little bitty casket. So death is no respecter of persons. Death comes to all ages. You talk about the family that lost a son. We lost a son. He was 19 years old. In a few months, Jesse would have been 20. But God came and took him home. Ooh, glory. But he had made preparations. He had things fixed. I don't know, when, when things like this happen, I would suppose all of us reach for things, you know, because you can't know for sure. But there was a tape in his tape player of the car, and I like to think, and we played all the songs, of course, but there was some singing on there about making heaven home. There was some exciting songs about heaven whenever his tragedy took place. When he hit this truck and it took his life. 19 years old. I would not have wanted that. I want you to understand I would rather have Jesse even till today. Now, I say I would. The only thing is, he made fun of me a lot, Sister Shuggy. You know, about my the way I said hallelujah. Well, that's the universal word that I believe is going to be the shout uh, when Jesus returns, uh, when the trumpet sounds. Glory, somebody jump over the church with the... Preacher, hallelujah! I believe that word is going to be sound because it is a universal word. It has different slants on it. You go to this country, the slant's a little different. That one is a little different. But the word is the same, basically. Hallelujah. And he made fun of me, sister, the way I pronounced that. So I'm not sure. Thank you. But well, no, I, I, I would like to have the time with it. But he prepared himself to meet God. And every individual must do the same. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Everybody has to be born again. Their life has to be changed. It's not a turning over a new leaf, getting better as time goes along. Salvation is not progressive. Salvation is instantaneous. Jesus has already, glory, 
Praise God forever. Jesus has already paid the price. He's already hung on Calvary. He's already taken my sin and your sin upon himself. And he suffered through it all and died and was buried. And three days later, he rose again and went back to where he was before all this started. Amen. At the right hand of the Father as our intercessor, the one that would talk to God for us. Oh, God, look at Shane. Look at him. Did you see? God, I know you saw that 12 years ago, ever how long ago. He prepared himself to meet you. Oh, Lord, please understand, Lord, that all the years after that to the day that we see him in the church of God, Cornelius, there's been times I've helped him along. I'm proud of him. The Spirit has moved. The Spirit has touched and given instructions. And He has taken those instructions. But God, He's ready to be judged by you. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Right this moment, if we all stood before God, what would we hear Him say? Would we hear, hear him say, enter into the joy of the Lord prepared for you since the foundation of this world? Or should we hear, depart from me, I don't know you. The quicker you understand that there is a little place called heaven, the better you'll be. Because we need to prepare ourselves to get there. First Samuel fifteen twenty two. I I don't know I don't I can't read them all. I'll just start. I can't read them all. First Samuel fifteen twenty two. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice? As in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of the rams. Oh, I've done this for you, Lord, and I've done that for you, Lord, and I've done this for you, and I fixed this, and I did this. Obedience is better than your sacrifice. Now, the Old Testament sacrifice was the only way that they could get back to God, that they could get in tune, uh, uh, sacrifice an animal uh, that has no blemish, uh, bring the best uh, and, and give it to God and, and let the priest pray for uh, you and, 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 and carry the blood into the holies of holies uh, and, and put on the mercy seat and the altar and... and and this would take care of things for a year. Come back next year with another sacrifice. And that was the way to stay in relation with God. But now Jesus came. Jesus came. And He's a new and a living way. You don't bring sacrifices of goats and bullocks and rams anymore. And some have dared to bring their sacrifices of, of dollars and stuff to 
uh, hope that that would make a difference with God. God, God owns everything. He doesn't need anything. Anything we do is a requirement by this word. A requirement by this word. Uh, I'm going to just read some of them now and, and move on. Psalms 57 through 15. Isaiah 1, 11 through 16. 58, 3 through 5. Let's read Amos, because that's, that's not used much, right? Amos. Let's go to Amos 5, 21. I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies, though ye offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings, I will not accept them, neither will I regard the peace offerings of your fat beast. Take thou away from me the noise of thy songs. For I will not hear the melody of thy vows. But let judgment run down as waters, and righteousness as a mighty stream. There comes a time when God said the sacrifice and in all that you're doing, you're cutting your flesh and sackcloth and your ashes out. I'm tired of it. I'm just sick of it. Live right. Now that's my words. But God could have said it that way. Trust me. Serve me. Keep my commandments. Do what I ask you to do. What's wrong with that? We give illustration about our children. And the illustration is, we give our children's uh, information, do what I ask you to do. And everything's fine. Do what I ask you to do, you'll be rewarded. Do what I ask you to do, and boy, it will be wonderful. You don't do what I ask you to do, there is a penalty. There is a penalty. And when you, uh, young people, when you get up and you have kids, if the Lord waits that long, uh, you'll do the same. There's instructions you're giving out. Uh, you do what I ask you to do, and it's a blessing. You do what I ask you to do, and there's reward. There is times uh, when it will be more than you could receive. You do good and see if your parents won't bless you. Amen and amen. You do that. We know how to give good gifts to our kids. But we also know how to correct them when they're wrong. And so if kids are wrong, could we relate that to the idea of the spiritual that if we'll do what God says, everything will be okay. If you keep my commandments, no problem. But if you don't keep my commandments, there's trouble. If you don't keep my hand, don't put your hand on that hot stove. Would you tell Gretchen that very thing? Gretchen, don't put your hand on that hot stove. There's a penalty. Now we talk about those things, we live those things, but why is it that we don't prepare? 
Why is it that we're not getting ready? Why is it that things are not falling in place for an afterlife after this life? What's wrong with us? That we would allow time to pass and time to pass and, 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 and we're still not ready because we don't know when death will call our number. I don't know what I'm going to die of. I have no idea. Am I going to have cancer wrapped up in my body and, and I'm going to die all of a sudden they didn't catch it? Oh, my gracious, you got three weeks to live. Boy, we would pray then, wouldn't we? Brother Shuggy, I want to tell you, when I just said that, pray. Please don't neglect prayer. You may not be the greatest scholar. You may not be able to read something. Leviticus, you don't even want to read Leviticus. You, you can't do all those things, and you, you can't pronounce all the words in Chronicles. Oh, you, don't, you don't know how to pronounce all the words in Chronicles. But know this. There's two. When they came to Jesus, what's the great commandment? I want, what is the greatest one? I just want the greatest one. What is the greatest commandment? God said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. Now that's Luke's part doing that. Uh, but isn't that all right? Now he said, that's good. But he said, there's a second one that is like it, love thy neighbor as thyself. Now, if you'll, if you'll notice, and I believe it's 22 and 37, somewhere along there, of Matthew, that he says, these two hang all the law and all the prophets. If you master these two, because some people do say, well, there's so much to learn. So, <laughs> if we would quit concentrating on the don'ts and start doing, we'd have less reading, probably. Don't, no, I can't, okay? Oh, you don't do that. You can't do that. Whenever you live, right, you don't want to do junk. Oh, did I say that? When we're living right, doing the other stuff has no hold, has no allure, has no appeal. When you live right, it's natural to want to read the Word of God and pray. And don't do without prayer. Oh, I remember it all, when I mentioned that in that way, I always think about Can't remember his name now, but he was our general overseer, Wade Horton, two different times. He was general overseer. When he was talking to us in a preaching message one time, he said, maybe you didn't get time to study. Maybe you didn't get time to do this. Maybe you didn't get time. He said, but if you're going to neglect anything, don't neglect prayer. The disciples even asked Jesus, teach us to pray. None of them, I don't hear any of them saying, teach us to know the scripture. Teach us to know how to, teach us to pray. Folks, if you'll learn how to pray and do it, 
that'll keep a lot of stuff out of your life that ought not to be there. Whenever we learn how to pray and talk to God and we get a relationship with God, when that relationship is good, we want to please Him. When that relationship is right, we want to do what He asks. And whenever we don't know, then we'll look in there and find out what He's asking, what He's saying to us, how He's telling us to live. Oh, I don't mean to say this to be ugly. Too much of the time today, people are taking the advice of friends and others about what's right and what's godly than what's here. God doesn't mean... Well, show, prove it to me. If you're going to tell me anything about the Word... Prove it to me. <laughs> and then someone said, well, prove me that you're saved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know because I know because I know. Listen, I know there's stuff that I would be doing if it was up to me. But because God lives in me, we can't do it. You just don't want to do it. Preparations. Preparations. How in the world are you going to have a body like Brother Shane if you don't prepare yourself? You've got to work at it. You've got to push and you've got to limit yourself here and limit yourself there and do this. What, what, if you want to look like that, you've got to work at it. If we want to go to heaven, we've got to work at it. If we want to... Glory, somebody jump over the church with the preacher. Hallelujah. If you want to live eternally with the Lord God of glory, then we've got to get ready. We've got to prepare ourselves. We've got to fix some things. We've got to move some things out of the way. We've got to lay aside sin and weights that would easily beset us. We've got to run the race that is set before us with patience. We've got to get moving. Prepare. You go on a trip, you pack a bag and with some eyeshadow and nose tweezers and what would you put in a pack bag? <laughs> when you're going somewhere you make preparation. In fact, you'll probably put some gas in the car. You may check the air of the tires. You may do some preparation because I'm going somewhere. And I'm going to tell you I'm, I'm going to glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I've got to make some preparations. I've got to fix some things. I've, I've got to iron out some things. I've, amen. I've got to hang them up on a rack and make them neat and pretty. I've, I've got to put some things together. I've got to see what God is saying and do it. This is the road map. This is the road map. <laughs> Write them down. That man that had 12 sons, 
we call him Jacob, 12 sons of Jacob. He was renamed Israel. Genesis 48, 22, he said, I'm getting ready. I got to go. He said, but, and when you read it, you'll understand. He said, and I am going to leave. I'm dying. But God promised you a new land. Count on it. I don't know if Brother uh, Alton, Brother uh, Nance, <laughs> I, I don't know what either one of them might say, but it might sound something like this. Hey, guys, it's real. Hey, guys, get ready. He promised it's going to happen. And that's what Israel said to all of those that were still there in Egypt, in servitude, bound, doing things they didn't want to do. But there's going to come a day, there's a Savior coming. Somebody needs to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then his, I start to say favorite son. The son he gave a coat to of many colors. Joseph, when he was getting ready, the same thing. Genesis 50, 24. I'm getting ready, guys. I'm going to be leaving here. I'm going the way of everybody. Everybody goes this way. It's appointed to the man wants to die, and I'm headed that way. But know this. You're going to get that promised land. That promised land is coming. It's in your near future. Now, he made another request, more so than Israel did. He said, but whenever I die, don't leave my bones here. Gather my bones and take them with us. And we're going to that promise. Somebody needs to jump on the church. And it's preparations. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. And if you don't get ready, you're going to be left. My dad, and, and, and some of you know this for me saying it a hundred times, my dad, especially on Saturday, mostly on Saturday. We're going to go up and see our big paw. Now, <laughs> big paw was big. And he's where you went when you had a loose tooth. You went to big paw's house. And he'd take those big old fingers. And when he put them, oh, just let me feel. And when he, when he felt of it and he took his fingers out, then you felt an empty space. But Dad would say, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. If you're ready, you can go. If you're not, you stay here. Now, many times, Tony, I shot basketball while they were going to see Big Paw because I wasn't ready. Sometimes it was deliberate. Oh, no, we're not going to do that deliberately, Miss Heaven, are we? We're not going to deliberately uh, turn the preacher off when he's speaking. Uh, we're not going to deliberately uh, decide not to read God's Word uh, and know what He has in store. Uh, we're not going to deliberately not pray, are we? We're not going to deliberately not get ready, are we? Because if you do, you're left here. And it became true many times. My dad didn't stand and say, well, I'll wait another minute. 
when you wasn't ready and you wasn't in the car, you stay behind. Isn't that sad? Wow. That's the way God is. God says, here it is. I'll help you too. I'll be with you even unto the end. I'll be there in your darkest hour. I'll walk beside you anytime. I'll lift you up anytime. Call on me, Jeremiah said. And I will hear you. And I will show you great and mighty things which you don't know about if you just call me. <laughs> Gretchen, Big Paul's gone on to glory now. My fingers are not as big as his. Moses, Numbers 27, 12 through 17. Moses, it's time to go. Now God's doing the talking. It's time to go. You're ready to go the way of everybody. But you can't enter in to the promised land. You just go up to the top of the mountain, take a peek. I want to go, don't you? I want to go. Moses took the time to go up and view the promised land, that that he could. He come back and he talked to God and he said, but God, I know it's time for me to leave. I know I've got to die. I know I've, I've got to give up the ghost. But please get somebody to look after all these millions of Jews that keep leaving. And God called on Joshua. That's in Deuteronomy 31, 14. But then that same Joshua, and I believe I do want to read this one. Joshua 23 and 14. Joshua 23 and 14. And behold this day, I am going the way of all the earth. And ye know in all your hearts and in all your souls, every one of you, all of you know that no one thing hath failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spake concerning you. All are come to pass unto you. And not one thing hath failed thereof. Boy, I'm leaving. Got to go. It's my time. But you need to remember. And I think you do. And he said, all your hearts, all your, every one of you, you know that nothing that God has said has failed. Isn't that wonderful? Not one thing that God said has failed to happen like God said it would happen. And he said, remember this, keep up with this. Now, Luke 21, 33 put it this way. In the modern time of, of early man, and now it's time of Christ in Luke 21, 33. Luke said it like this. Heaven and earth, they're going to pass. But my word shall not pass away. Uh, 
how do, how do you pronounce this person's name? Jennifer Barnett. 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 That's close, isn't it? Barnett. Sam. Lucy. Bob. Jeff. Whomever. It does not matter, folks, whomever writes anything. And we're living in a society today when people are trying to get to heaven a different way than by Jesus Christ. They're trying to do good. They're trying to pay their way in. They're trying to say enough of this and do enough of this. and do it. It's not by works, but it's by faith in Jesus Christ. Whatever they say, Please, come back to God's Word. See, God knows. Jesus Christ knows. Nobody's ever been to hell and come back and told us about it except Jesus Christ. Jesus said that there is weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Is that where people want to go? Where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing teeth? Or do we want to go to a place where there's a river just coming through the midst of it? And people that have served God and lived right are there with Him together for Not one word has fallen to the ground. Not one word will pass. Heaven and earth will pass. Your whims and ideas. Do you know science does change, actually? Math looks like it's changing. Geography, I guess, changes because of the wind or rain or water. Changes geography sometimes. But something that, ne take it to the bank, something that never changes is God's Word. If you heard about it 42 years ago, what you heard then, if you heard the truth, and they were telling the truth, is the same today. It won't change like the educational books. It doesn't change. It stays the same. 13 and 8 of Hebrews tells us that. He's the same yesterday, today, forevermore. Well, they can't hear me when I whisper. Now, it's 1 Timothy. No, it's not 1 Timothy. It's 1 Timothy 4. Is that where Paul is getting ready? Timothy. See, I, I've jumped over a lot of scriptures here now, and I'm getting... The, 1 Timothy, is it 4.14? Nope. It's 2 Timothy 14. 4 and 6 and 8. 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, 6 and 8, 7, 8. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight, I've finished my course, I've kept the faith. Praise God. Do you know there are folks even today that are members of the church 
that are saying that probably, I'm now ready. I've done a lot of stuff. Oh, they're not going to brag, as it were. But things are fixed. I made preparations. And I'm ready. Guess what happens whenever you leave this world to go home? Verse number 8. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love His appearing. Hallelujah! We're going home. We're going home. There are folks in our day today, in our right now, that are that are ready, and that before long they're probably joined to be with the Lord. Now, I didn't finish a while ago. Three weeks, cancer killing me, or does somebody ride by and shoot me through the head? with a 38 caliber pistol do I fall getting out of the car and break my neck I don't know what tomorrow holds we don't know that you'll be back next Sunday we hope you are but death calls at a most sometimes most inopportune time but when it calls you got to answer it. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. We're going to stand before the Lord. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try, Jennifer. I am really am trying. But I do want you to. There's so many verses here. Before I read Ecclesiastes. Listen to this. This is I wrote a couple of things down in my study. All that Christ has done, the prevalence of evil will be enormous. Not because of any failure in God, but because the church has failed to be the organ through which His saving help can reach all of mankind. If there's any fault, it's in me not getting the message out, not getting people prepared. When there's a storm coming, where the man says, oh boy, there's a hurricane coming. We'll button down the hatch. We call it button down the hatch. We'll get stuff that'll blow away inside. Uh, in wintertime, freezing weather, we bring flowers inside. It's called preparations. And God has given us His Word, and we know. Shouldn't we make preparations? Because at four years old, or 24 years old or 40 years old or 104 death is promised last thing I read then I want to go to a verse 
the land of Canaan. Now we talked about that a little bit with Israel and Joseph. It was the promised land that they were going to go to. It's a promise. It's going to happen. The promised land of Canaan is ours by right. God's given it. It's yours. But every inch has to be claimed by faith. Faith is an affirmation and act that bids eternal truth to be fact. <laughs> Hallelujah. What did he say here? In verse 8, Not to me only, but unto all them also that love His appearing. If you love and you're looking for Him, He's coming. <laughs> now, it doesn't make any difference. That's, he's coming for the saints of God. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter where you put stock. It doesn't matter if you don't prepare for life after death. But it's coming. It's going to happen. So let's get ready. Now, I wanted to read Ecclesiastes. Okay, let me tell you, 9 and 10. Put it up. Don't look up, but I've got it. One of the cards I didn't have. I don't know. Ecclesiastes 9, 10, is that what it is? What? Yep. That's the one. Oh, and I, he was... He was prepared for other things. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in these flip. In the grave. In the grave. Whenever we're dead, you can't prepare them. Got to give up my friends. I got to quit this. I can't do this. And the church is so strict. Hey, guys, eternal life. Fully on the church. And I don't mean that bad. Don't tell Dr. Bell, that I said it that way. I, I don't mean, yes, that we need to be fellow worshipers in the church. But in a sense, fully hear what God has to say and do it. You can't, when you die, it's settled. 
As a tree falls, so shall it lays. When breath is gone, that's the end. Now you face judgment with God. Prepare now. Fix things now. Get it straight now. doesn't matter if you're young or old. doesn't make any difference. So whatever you find, your hand finds to do. I, uh, Tony has kept me. Look at, uh, look at all these. Tony, what is wrong with you? I cannot believe you. But can I tell you, we need to prepare to meet the Lord. We need to prepare for life after death. We need to prepare, right? And I'm telling you, He's here. He is here. He is here. I want them to sing that song, the last one they song. I want us to sing it with them. I want us to understand that we need to be ready to meet Jesus. And if we're not, we need to get ready. And it can happen today. We, we can make all those preparations today. God help us. Sing the song. Amen.
If you need salvation, if you need deliverance, if you need mercy, He is right here. Whatever you need, He's all that you need. Just ask and be thee. That he is right here. My Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. My Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. If you need salvation, if you need salvation, if you need deliverance, if you need his mercy, he is right here. Whatever you need. He's all that you need. Just ask and be thee. That he is right here. Cause Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He is right here. Thank you, Jesus, that you are God. 